It is a sad day in the Bake Off tent. It is a sad day. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to spoil anything yet because there are some people who get their Bake Off information exclusively from this podcast. But I will say it's a sad day. And I'm fucking running out of banter when they're taking away. You took away Curly Whirly Mac, man, from there You took away Linda, Linda, honey. You got a fucking bifter the size of a baguette. You took away bloody Sora the plant. You know, you've taken away all of my talking points. And I don't, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> but anyway, we move on. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to spoil that yet. We'll get onto it later on. But look, it is 80s week. Uh, 80s makes me think of iced gems. You know, the horrible sweets. I don't like them at all. Um, and trifles. My mother would make us a trifle um, sometimes <laughs> at Christmas. Uh, in the 80s and into the early 90s. So that's what I think of. Um, but they don't do either of these things. What kind of 80s are these fucking people living on? But listen, we started off... Hang on, i catch my breath here for a second. We start off with a bit of a, an, a, an 80s throwback in that we have a bit of E.T. where you have Noel and Matt doing a bit of E.T. banter. I, I, I said to my wife, I said, E.T., more like eat tea and have a bit of cake. You know? Eat your tea that night. Something sweet, like a bake. Why did I write that down? <laughs> Why did I write that down? That's shy. <laughs> that's just the fucking. That's the. That should be on my. I think that's going to be on my tombstone. Why did I? Why did I write that down? That was shy. Anyway, it's eighties week, uh, and Lottie is coming in hot. Literally, I mean that. This is the thing. You come in hot. I thought this at the start of the app. I thought Lottie is coming in here hot. She kind of thought that the writing was on the wall for her a couple of days before or a couple of the week before. And then she came in last week kind of thinking, whatever, I'm, I'm on borrowed time here as it is. Whatever. I'm just going to do this for fun. I'm going to chill. And then she smashed it. Star Baker. And I thought this, now she's going to come in here and think, oh, my God, I could actually win. Same thing happened to Mark. Mark L. Curly William going to win. And then he got the fucking chop. I thought Laura is going to do okay because she almost got the chop last week. She's going to come here like a house on fire, or should I say a tent on fire? Because Laura, last week for you, the writing was on the wall. The writing was on the jack's wall with a lot of cocks and numbers written on it. And it said, Laura, you're out. And if you're looking for a good time, call 083. La 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 la. That's what the jack's wall said. Jordan. Um, anyway, uh, Mark... Um, Mark Cornish Mark says Yeah I remember the 80s I learned how to drive I'm not going to do the voice actually That's not going to do his voice I, yeah, I remember the 80s I learned how to drive Yeah it took you 10 years And did it the whole decade It's taken me 3 years I still have the L plate But I feel like I am a driver So uh, maybe I'm the real baking champion If it took you 10 Maybe it only took me 3 um, They're talking about the 80s They're talking about things that, uh, And then Dave just goes Yeah prawn cocktails gross Seems like a bit of a you know, nice contribution there, Dave. You know, maybe a bit of short circuitry there. I felt like his brain went into kind of standby mode, you know, like, uh, and he had to say like a couple of catchphrases. Yeah, prong cocktails gross comes out of nowhere. I feel like it's like uh, when Sabrina brings like a fake 
version of her to like the party and she only has like three catchphrases and like, Mr. Pool is so annoying that kind of vibe uh, but Dave says prawn cocktail's gross um, so they have to make a quiche in a tin uh, I'll tell you this made me this made me laugh right because I remember um, remember when we were really young we were in a restaurant uh, and it was like one of the first times my mom was all like no I'm not ordering for you you have to speak to the man and you have to ask the man what you want from the menu we're like oh, you got shit um, and my brother looked at the menu and he goes, uh, spots a quiche, quiche Lorraine. And he goes, yeah, can I have the quickie Lorraine? And me and my mom laughed at him. We laughed at him so much and he hated it. He hadn't really done that speak to a man, like order his food. And he, and he got it wrong and we punished him for it. And it was really, really funny. Um, we still we still laugh about it. My mom will just cry, quickie Lorraine, she says. And he didn't like that at all. Uh, Peter was born in 2000, he reveals here. The year 2000, which made me hate him. How dare you? I'm young. You're a constant reminder that I'm not as young as you. How dare you be born? That's what made me feel. And look, just looking at Peter made me feel every little crack and fucking knot in my back. Awful, awful boy. Uh, Paul goes... uh, I'm a fucking 80s boy through and through. I'm a fucking 80s boy through and through. And he's lost his side parting. Awful. This just goes from fucking bad to worse, this episode. Uh, and it's really, really hot in the tent. Really, really high temperatures. Um, hang on, let me actually move this over. I feel like I'm... Move my little laptop over there so that... There we go. So I'm not looking too far away from me. There we are. Anyway, speaking of awful boy, Peter... He's making a coconut curry quiche with a bit of crab meat. Yum. And another one with salmon, asparagus and capers. Shite. What's wrong with you, you fucking weirdo? Weirdo. Flight simulator fucking weirdo. <laughs> Laura is making a fiery sausage and goat's cheese uh, quiche. Uh, and I wonder where she got the goat's cheese from. Probably one of your satanic sacrifice to Beelzebub. Um, get the adrenochrome of a goat. <laughs> Fucking chupacabras abound. Um, the joke here, if you're with your first episode, is Laura is part of the Illuminati. Um, Peter has lovely little shorts. He's like a little boy. Uh, and we see that as he runs over to the fridge. And they're going to be using that a lot this episode. They have to make a lot of shit that isn't very good in the heat. And it's the hottest day on record. Um, so he runs over to the Smeg fridge. And a fucking Smeg fridge. Can you... How are they still... How have they not changed it to like Smeg or Smag? You know what Smeg is. I don't want to tell you. Don't ever Google it. But it's um, it's stuff in stuff, stuff in your, <laughs> it's it's kind of stuff in your Mickey. It's kind of dirty, dirty in your Mickey. Is what Smeg is. Dirt in your Mickey. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a young boy. Have you got, no? And if you have any dirt in your Mickey, you know you have to. No, I don't like the way this is going. I'm saying it from a kind of fatherly perspective, but it just felt weird there. But Smeg is dirt in your Mickey. And they, sorry, I have, have some on my lip there, and I was biting. I'm not boding very well. Anyway, they shouldn't be naming a fridge after that. Oh, I got a lovely quiche in my smeg. I should probably open up. Anyway, Cornish Mark is making cod and Cornish blue uh, quiche and a haddock and cheddar. It sounds yum. This guy knows his flavors. Dave, these tarts are harder than I am. He says. He's got a fan on his tarts. Um, I tell you, he's, he's probably got a. a really, He's probably a bloody fan of tarts. What did I write here? No, he has an literal fan on his tarts. Uh, cooling them down. He goes, these tarts are harder than I am. My cold, cold, cold heart. Uh, or something. 
Her means falling behind. She says, shit, I can't cook in the time. I don't cook to time. I don't look at my watch. Um, she says she misses France. She's learned all this from France when she lived in France. And she starts listing her favorite things about France in order. It goes booze, food, cheese, and then bloody family. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the family aren't watching, they'd be devastated. Uh, I would go family, booze, cheese, and then food. Anyway, she puts her pastry in the freeze, but it's frozen. I tell you, let it go, let it go. Look at the pastry. Let it thaw more like it's frozen too. <laughs> As well. <laughs> Dave is doing scrambled egg in custard or something like that. Honestly, something must have happened where a droplet of of, uh, of sweat must have gone between the beads or between between the kind of uh, the, the circuitry. <laughs> I'm going to put fucking custard in the custard. He's gone mad. Lottie is doing a full English as well. So uh, Dave is doing his interpretation of a full English. Lottie's doing it as well. But she's putting fucking beans in it. Why? Why? And I'm like, I want to shake her. I want to shake her lovely head. And her, smell her hair. And say, stop. What are you doing putting beans in that? Um, and then Dave says, gets onto this. He's like, oh, beans are gross, mate. Tries, you know, the banter circuitry again, you know. And I feel bad. I actually do feel bad for him, right? Because I watched a bit of the other kind of bake-off show. Um, the, the Joe the Joe Brand one. And um, and it's and it, he, he seems like he's being bullied. Like, he seems like he talks to people and they ignore him. And he just seems to, like, want to, like, muck in with the jokes. But I feel like he, he reminds me like Harry and the Hendersons, you know. Holding, like, a beautiful vase, you know. And then just, like, breaking it with his big hands. And everyone's like, bad, bad. And he's like, ooh. He's just trying to muck in. He's just trying to be normal. But he's too strong because of his circuitry. Um, I feel bad for him. Anyway, Hermione's getting a bit of the messer edit. You know, she's saying a lot of her sound bites are like, you know, I'm all over the place, you know, and it doesn't bode well for her. And I'm thinking at this point, oh, my God, Hermine, she's for the chopping block. She's getting that edit by the editors, you know. Uh, Prue says, I fucking hate baked beans, mate. I fucking hate them like I hate my prunes. I don't like baked beans. Verging on an offensive accent there. Um... But I agree with you, Prue. I used to hate baked beans. You know, um, if if I saw like a baked bean in like in the sink, you know, wet, it made me sick. <laughs> like a wet bean, and you forget they're beans. You do forget they're beans. I like beans. I like uh, kidney beans. I like butter beans. But beans, baked beans, you forget they're beans because of the sauce. Do you like this? <laughs> ba -do -ba -do boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. Do you ever forget the fact that a be baked bean is a bean? Boom, 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 boom. Uh, Hermine. Matt's not going to get cooked in time. You know, she's doing that kind of like childhood, you know, when you're in a drawing competition when you're seven. You're like, mine shit. Mine doesn't look like that. Mine shit. Yours is class. Doing all that. Um, But then Laura. The lovely Laura. Reptile Laura. Illuminati Laura. Uh, she says, look, it's not going to cook like that. You're going to bang it up full whack. Um, and look at Laura. She was the one coming into this competition thinking, there's a lot of good bakers in here. They're looking for something refined. I think the poshest thing I know is a hobnob. I shouldn't be in this competition. Getting upset when her pineapple cake had a few holes in it. And here she is fucking saving the day, saving the day for Hermine, who's been a consistent baker. I was proud of her, you know? But maybe her whole mentality is, you know, keep your, keep your friends close and your flies even closer. <laughs> anyway, judges. Lottie, um... It's the quiche is neat. It's perfectly cooked, crumbly base, and it's delicious. You can't taste the beans, which is good. You forget they're beans. 
Seinfeld. Uh, Dave, uh, he put bir- he puts bird's eye chili in it, and Paul goes like, ah, it's fucking hot, fucking hot, right? Um, and then I felt really bad for him because he very sweetly says, honestly, he's like fucking Harry and the Hendersons trying to just, and he says real sweetly, I'm really sorry if that made you hotter than you are now because it's really hot in the tent. You know, people just putting fire in his face. Ha, ha, feel bad for him. Um, is that really offensive, me saying that? I think, I don't think he's like, I don't think there's that, he seems like a really smart guy. I'm not saying that in weird, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, you know, but I feel like he's just, he gets, he keeps getting misunderstood. Is that really offensive I just said that? I don't know. I shouldn't have said that, if it is. I don't, you know, anyway. Moving on. Mark, uh, Cornish Mark, the fish is delish, the cod is beautiful. Sounds like Paul wants to fuck a fish. Sounds like we can try McClure over here. The fucking cod is beautiful, and it's uh, and it's delish, um, and it looks great. Uh, Laura, bit of leakage. Ooh, uh, the pastry's a little tough, like a short crust. Fucking jocking you at school. Look at that. Fuck. Look at your, you know, um, knocking lunch out of your hand. You fucking dweeb. That's the kind of thing that he says about the uh, the pastry. Like the spice, delicate and delicious. Uh, Peter. Um, so pretty, Peter, they say. The Thai. It's nicely cooked. Whole meal works beautiful with the salmon. Looks gross to me, personally. Uh, Hermine, who he thought, oh my God, she's getting the fucking messer edit. She's not going to do well. Classic. The pastry's a little undercooked, but it's great texture. And then they're quiet for a while and they say delicious. They love it. The salmon and leek is absolutely delicious. Paul is fucking so resistant with the handshakes. Now, he did. He was a handshake slot the last season. But this, he's only given like one or two. Um... And he only kind of did it at the right opportunities to kind of motivate them for confidence. I'm, I kind of like how he's held back a little bit. You know, it means, you know. Anyway, Hermine goes, I genuinely thought I booked my ticket home. You know, um, but uh, she hasn't. She's done very well. Technical. Prue for fucking Prue Leith. Coming out here, the technical with the fucking arms out because it's so hot. The fucking gun show. This woman is 80 years old. Prue Leith is 80. <laughs> she looks phenomenal. Um, anyway, they have to make six finger donuts, uh, deep fried, and it's fucking 35 degrees in the tent, just holding the thermometer out, right? 35 degrees. When I put my son in the fucking bath, the, the water, like the, when it's hot is 35 degrees. They actually recommend not really being, you know, being around 30, 34 degrees, you know, and putting him in the bath, 35 degrees, hot bath water. I put, <laughs> very hot. Anyway. The, they have to make all this, and some of them are like needing it. Some of them are doing this. Peter goes, sorry, sorry, I forgot English, Peter. Let's not forget your English, Peter. After confusing the Chinese for the Japanese last week, um, he says, "I'm gonna go all machine, mate. I'm gonna go fucking all machine on this one." I don't went fucking New Zealand there. Anyway, I'm gonna go back. Forget about the whole English part. I'm dropping that now. He says, "I'm gonna go all machine on this one." I said, "You better fucking call Dave. You better fucking call Dave over then if you're going all machine." Anyway, they all have these wet rags around their neck. They're like some fucking Hispanic gang, uh, you know, the wet bandits, you know, or should I say, or los banditos mojados, moist, los banditos mojados. Um, Tengo agua in mi cuello, you know, like some uh, Mexican gang. Donde está mi donato? Um, Where's my donut? I'm very good at Spanish. Um, Lottie's working very hard. Um, 
and I mean, sorry, I'm going to finish my sentence. She's working very hard to try and get me to objectify her, and I won't. I won't do it when she has a wet rag that's soaking all the way down to the rest of her clothes. I'm not going to as well when she has a lovely fan and her hair is blown like some music video. And I'm especially not going to objectify her when she starts laying out six flaccid pieces of dough and shapes them into little logs. I will not be doing that. I respect her too much. Dave seems very nervous. Why was I programmed to be nervous? He seems really fucking freaked uh, at this. Um, So Matt is also on the bandwagon of bullying Peter for being alive at his age. And he starts singing some 80s ballad and Peter has no notion. And we're laughing at Peter to make ourselves feel better about decaying. And we're laughing at him uh, because this is a, a guy who just has had his own media that was within his time, within his age. And he didn't see uh, things about like uh, Spando Ballet. Which is fine. Yet, we have to bully him. Which is just like... Oh my god, you don't know who the Dixieland Jazz Band is. Oh my god, that makes me sick. You know? That's the exact same thing. Um, Lottie says, I'm very wet, she says. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, so, uh, they're all making these doughy logs. And speaking of doughy logs, uh, Dave... He obviously has a bit of steam in the frequency here again. He's honestly not having a good week because he actually starts, instead of actually making a a, a doughy log of dough, he takes out uh, uh, two logs of actual human shit, two brown as fuck uh, logs of human shit that he serves up and starts cutting them. And he's like, oh, this is bread. It looks like bread. It hasn't proved. It's shit. And everyone's like wincing and feels sick. I felt sick. Um, um, Anyway, he marches on. but he's clearly sparked. Anyway, judges' critiques. Peter, uh, bit short, needs to be hanging. That's what they say. Uh, but well baked. Uh, Dave, burnt, underproved, a right mess, wrong colour, doesn't taste nice, and is actual human shit. Uh, Hermine, the creme is good. Uh, nice and airy inside. And this is where I thought he said nice and Aryan. And I thought that's a bit ironic. The, the week he loses his side parting, he becomes Hitler, uh, does Paul Hollywood. But the texture's nice and the food is delicious. Um, Lottie, bit dark. The colour and shape need to be consistent. I was fucking sweating like a baker in a, a bake-off tent because I was terrified now that something might befall Lottie. Uh, Mark, cream bubbly and it tastes good. Laura, bit messy. Overtry, overtired, they say. Um, Flavour's okay. Last is Dave. He's not been doing well. <laughs> then Lottie, then Laura, then Mark, and Hermine is first. And I feel for Dave at this point because he seems really, you can see how much it matters to him, you know, because he was a bit of a dark horse. He worked really hard. He's a good baker. I don't know where it comes from. He just must keep, he, I do think he's smart and I do think he's very talented. And I do still, I think, I think his communication skills aren't as strong as everyone else in the tent, but he has this creative flair. He has made some astonishing things with his, with his cage and his little like, you know, whatever, fucking moving on. But Lottie, please, you have to pull it together. You have to pull it together. Do it. Don't leave. But if you do, meet me in Ziwataneo on the beach. Ziwat, remember the name, Ziwataneo. Lottie, um, Laura and David are in the firing line. And it broke my heart when they said Lottie's name first. I'm like, no, please. Laura, the writing's on the wall for Laura. So give it to her, the, 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 the chop. Paul is saying, Paul gets a little bit steamy as well here. He says, it was so bloody hot there, I had to peel my jeans off. And Bruce says, the fucking idea you brought of you peeling off your fucking jeans, mate. It makes me fucking sick, you fucking prone. Um, it's a bit delayed and a bit laboured, but she's a stunning 80-year-old woman. You can't blame her. You can't fault her. Honestly, you know, uh, the arms. Um, 
So the Showstopper Challenge, following the hottest day on record, they now have to make a fucking ice cream cake. And I find it really funny and really sad that they're also saying, it's the hottest day on record and you have to make an ice The world is on fire. And no one could save me but you. The world's on fire. Like, it's like literally, like the world is a flame. They're like, <laughs> you've got to make an ice cream cake. Like, it's insane. Please recycle. Um, Laura says... I tell you, nothing like a bucket of ice cream. Hey, maybe a bucket of wine or a bucket of flies. <laughs> reptile, reptile banter. Um, then, um, but I, I actually chuckled at that thing. Laura's very funny and I like when she's relaxed and chill and she's got great banter with um, with Noel. Later on, when the cake isn't doing very well, uh, Noel says, oh, I guess you're off then. And they laugh and I love that. You know what I mean? This is a, there's a different bond between these bakers and I really do like it and I really do like them all. There's a little side note there. Uh, Peter says... I love ice cream uh, through a height. Uh, I can't fucking do his voice and it pisses me off so much. Anyway, I love fucking ice cream, mate. Uh, English Peter, uh, to a high degree, he says. And he's making an ice cream Christmas cake. It sounds lovely. Um, he says, marzipan on top. And you fucking lost me already with the fucking marzipan on top. Sounds rotten. Not interested. Hermine Mango. I can eat mango for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Um, I tell you, so good bloody Colin Farrell. And by mango, I mean Fanny because he, he's made that clear um, previously. Um, they have an ice cream maker which is nice but I wouldn't recommend buying one you'll, you'll lose the paddle it's really big you send up with a big fucking bucket that's taking up all the space in your freezer they're too damn big Mark is making a kind of cool retro parlour Neapolitan thing ice cream parlour vibe looks classy Laura is making a death by chocolate praline ice cream she's having a great time do you know what I mean she's just having a buzz things aren't going well she doesn't really mind she knows she's on borrowed time she knew that the writing was on the wall uh, on the Jack's wall as well as written uh, in marker the best night of your life please call 083 la 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 fuck off Tony anyway Dave um, Dave says look if you're having a bad week you have to pull it out of the bag and I thought he was saying if you're having a bag you have to pull the bag out of a bag that's literally what I heard and I had to rewind it three times and I said is he just said if you're having a bag you have to pull a bag out of a bag and Terry was like no why do you keep hearing that? And I was watching him. I was like, that's what he's saying. And then I realised it's because he was taking a bag out of a bag. And he was like, I can't explain, but he fucked with my... I literally had to play it three times because he was taking a bag and I was looking at the bag. If you're having a bag, you need to take a bag out of a bag. It's literally what I heard him say three times. I don't think that's funny, but interesting. He's making a tiramisu. Lottie is making an 80s mixtape, kind of a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Come and get your love vibe. But she's putting fucking ice cream on the outside she may as well say oh and by the way I'm going to put these um, wax wings on and fly into the fucking sun the hubris anyway we'll get on to it later Paul says that's not going to work it's too hot for that and she goes bring your straw anyway uh, Laura uh, Laura's Ice cream maker has just been fucking spinning cream. It has just been spinning cream. It hasn't been icing anything. She forgot to turn that on. And I'm thinking, okay, fine. That thing with Lottie on the ice cream on the outside, that's dodgy. Laura, it's fine. She She's going to be the one. It's her time. She turns it back on and who knows what's happening. And it's fucking, it's all going out here. The world is on fire. It's melting too quick. Everything's breaking. Lottie starts folding her shit over. It, like, it looks like actual shit onto a human cassette. Laura's still waiting for hers to set. I tell you, you need to get fucking Diana in here to dump these shit-looking cakes into the bin. Remember she did it with Ian? George, you want to get the gif up there? So, Diana the plant needs to come in here and just dump these cakes. They look fucking shot. And while everyone is fucking panicking and sweating and the world is on fire, Peter is there in fucking Christmas land fiddling away with Holly and a little, little 
Um, just chilling the fuck out, whistling, killing it. And everything is, everything's melting. Laura's isn't set. It's roasting. Lottie has to put her soft as shit ice cream on the outside. It's insane. She hasn't changed the plan. And I'm like screaming at the screen like fucking Ed Harris in the abyss. I'm like, fight! Fight! And she just seems like she's fucking give up. She's sweating. And then someone, something falls over in Laura's freezer. And I'm like, it's fucking neck and neck. Who's going to be the one to blimp it the most? Is it going to be Laura? Is it going to be Lottie? And Hermes looks fucking incredible. Hermes looks fucking incredible. The dummy edit that they were doing at the start. Turns out it wasn't Hermine. It was just a teed off. Oh my God, she's actually picked it up. She's going to be Starbaker. Lottie says she's really embarrassed. And Laura says she's lucky just to fucking even be here. Terrifying stuff. We're getting into the judges' critiques. Mark's ice cream cake. Very impressive. It's a great slice. Both ice cream's delicious. The honey hasn't set, but it's fine. Hermine looks beautiful. It's a nice slice. It's neat. It's beautiful. It's well-balanced. Peter's Xmas surprise. It looks good. It's fantastic. Great slice. Brandy ice cream. It's absolutely delicious and very clever. Dave's tiramisu. It doesn't look the best. And he says, I didn't want to present that, and that's too simple. But the texture's lovely. The chocolate's strong. Likes the flavour. He might have saved himself with this one. It's terrifying. Lottie's mixtape. He just... Paul is just so disappointed and he's not nice about it. He's not nice about it, you know. He's like, it's just so underwhelming. Nice layer. It looks rock solid. The ice cream is nice, but no blackberry, no cherry. Looks terrible. He doesn't get anything from it. It's the curse of the Starbaker. Laura, the ice cream is delish. The praline is delish. The flavours are nice. It's nearly there. It just doesn't look great. And then here, we're all trying to do our part to save Lottie here. Noel, even in the fucking back, he goes, um, he's, he seems really like red and flustered and they're talking about who's going to be getting the chop here. And he's like, he's clearly trying to like, you know, put Lottie ahead. He's like, oh, the thing about Lottie is, you know, she's so erratic. Sometimes she's really good and sometimes she doesn't quite make it. But Laura seems like she's been down for the last couple of weeks. He's trying to, you know. Uh, but uh, anyway, Starbreaker. Starbreaker. Hermine, great job, Hermine. You fucking killed it. You were consistent, consistent, consistent. You fucking smashed it. Maybe not working to a clock works for you. You did get a bit of help from Laura. I love it. It's a nice little bonding thing. Hermine, she finally gets it. She's the seventh person to get Starbaker. It's an evenly stacked, like a delicious Christmas cake of a season. And leaving, leaving the competition. Leaving the competition. The lovely Lottie. This is the shawl, by the way. It's not hair. Lottie's going home and she's sad about it. She was cool. She was kind of kept kept her composure for this. Clearly meant a lot for her. I don't know what her family situation is. <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. But anyway, she clearly looked like she was having a good bond with everyone else. She's a lovely woman. She will make a great presenter. She will make a great presenter. She's cool. She's, she's you know, in all seriousness, I know I'm going to perv on that. I'm going to lean into that. In reality, she's been a fucking incredible baker. Uh, she's been very funny and she, I think she's kind of uh, kept the kind of banter going between all and I don't like using the word banter because people are like but you know people just say banter as a sentence and I hate that but she genuinely has kept the vibes going she's got great rapport I think she brought the best out of Noel and the best out of Matt I think she got some serious laws out of the judges she's genuinely been the funniest and I know I've been doing this whole kind of objectifying her I've been kind of leaning into that I haven't of course I don't fancy people on TV I fancy my gorgeous wife sitting next to me eating banana ice cream with me Right, Lottie, you're a star. You are the star of this season. I do th I do think she was great. And, you know, if you want to, we can chat online. It's not bad. It wouldn't be bad if I did. we just chat to each other online. Um, and they're all good friends. Think about it. They've been in there for almost two months. Laura is really upset. 
she's got puffy eyes. She doesn't even seem happy to be there uh, to be saved. Um, and Hermine, if the icing on the ice cream cake, the melted chocolate on the ice cream cake. No, hang on. I'm not going down that route. I'm saying that the icing on the cake of this whole competition on this this episode is when Hermine's boy comes over and he goes, Mom, I'm so proud of you. And I, <laughs> I still love you. Great episode, though. Sad to see Lottie go. Um, but look, it is a fun. I do think it's a fucking great season of Bake Off. I know a lot of time I don't have so much to say, and I don't know whether to lean into the funny or lean into the actual, the actual critique of the episode. But it's a great season, and it's a great episode, and this is a key factor. There are seven star bakers going into the last fucking three episodes. It's incredible. It's something to watch. As always, I would like to thank the fine podcast studios here on Lombard Street slash Pierce Street. I want to thank you, Jordan Daniel, for doing the fantastic graphics. I want to thank Kian Condi for doing the theme music. And if you like this, and if you want to check my other podcast, you can check it out. It's every Tuesday. And if you want to follow me over on the Patreon, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so over on the Patreon and follow my podcast every Friday over there. Thank you very much for watching. I will remember